There are hundreds of different language learning techniques. Let's review a rather controversial one. Buenas, 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 good day to y'all. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Speak It Podcast, a place where we talk, think, and maybe even sing about languages. This is Nick talking, and I hope my hosting meets your expectations. Today's topic is the 80-20 rule or 80-20 principle. What is it? Well, the 80-20 rule is the idea that 20% of the work and words you will learn you'll use 80% of the time. It's not a rule that's conceived in this field, the languages field, but it is often applied in many different fields, including languages. Now, there are things I don't like about it. Languages are huge. I think this rule is simplifying too much each personal experience and trajectory and goals. However, there are some good things to it. As with pretty much anything, we can learn something from this technique. We can apply it in a way that works for us. So in what way can we use it to our advantage? And the answer is, you guessed it, goals. Oftentimes we have a very big goal, like learning German for example. Great. What does it mean? German is a language, and a language is a very large thing to study. So complicated and weird sometimes. So just learning German alone is not an accessible goal. We need to divide that, to break it into smaller pieces so that we can actually achieve smaller goals. And this is where I think the 80-20 rule might come in handy. When we start learning a language, it's quite common to feel the unreadiness, like we have to wait until we're more advanced so we can start talking. I myself go through this phase. I don't like talking to natives if I don't already know I can have a decent conversation. So the AT20 rule can help us with that. If we learn that 20% of words and we have a confidence that we can understand and produce all kinds of relatively basic sentences with those words, we can have some ground to stand when we talk to a native person. So in my opinion there are two things we can take out from this rule. The first thing is that confidence. Learning the list of most used verbs is definitely gonna help your confidence, and by doing that, it's gonna help you speak. I'd say you start by setting yourself the goals of learning, I know, the 50 most used verbs in the language, 50 most used nouns in the language, and so on. But my only fear is that it's not gonna be enough. I don't think you're gonna get to C2 by doing this. Well, actually, I don't think you're gonna get very far at all. But it will help you start speaking at the very beginning of the learning experience, 
And that's what I think is most useful with this rule. However, you have to know it's not gonna be deep. After finishing those lists, you will need to continue studying. This is useful, but only if you use it as a first small goal. After it, you'll need to set yourself another goal, a different one, but one that you can achieve quickly as well, and then another goal, and then another one, and another one, and another one, and that's the process in this learning languages world. The second thing we can take from it is what I'd call professionalization. How to adapt this rule to yourself and make it work for your professional goals. That 20% of words is not gonna be the same for every person. Why? Because of your goals. Probably there are gonna be some common words, of course. As I said, you could start by setting yourself the goal of learning the 50 most used verbs in the language, the 50 most used nouns in the language and so on, but those nouns are not gonna be the same for every goal. If you wanna speak about languages, for example, you will need a lot of what's called metalinguistic vocabulary, the vocab we use to talk about language. Of course, the first word you'll learn is not gonna be metalanguage, but you can and should head towards that direction towards that semantic field. So maybe what you should do is start taking lessons, learn the basics, and while you're doing that, start learning the vocab you're interested in. We can use this tool not to start speaking quickly, but rather start speaking about a certain topic. Here we can use semantic fields. A semantic field is a group of words that are related to each other by meaning. For example, when talking about the kitten, you'd expect to use words like spoon, oven, fridge. Well, this same idea works in every field. Find it. Find the words you need in order to talk about the topic you're interested in. Either way, this rule is something to consider. It can be useful, but it's also somewhat dangerous. Don't get too comfortable with it, it's gonna fall short if you wanna learn a whole language. Maybe you use it, you set a 3 month goal for yourself, you get there and yay you've done it! No, of course not, you need to study more deeply. But I hope this helps you, as I always say, when learning a language you should always adapt everything to your needs, never the opposite way. And to do so, you need to know what tools are available, and this one is a very important one. If you're still listening, thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, and you want to share it with someone, that will help me a lot. If you want to contact me, you can do so via Instagram and Twitter, both at speakatshow. For any questions or suggestions, you can message me in either platform or you can email me at speakatshow at gmail.com. My name is Nick, and this was episode 6 of the Speakat Podcast. Next week, we're gonna talk about learning several languages simultaneously. Isn't it counterproductive? How to do it, and more. Thank you for listening, and I hope I see you next week. Adios!